everyone welcome to the withering effect episode 128 today's date is january 23rd 2022 and i am duds or duds versus known to the rest of the interwebs and i am jimbo you may know me as jimbo slice 23 so what have you been up to this week duds uh and ripple effect a huge amount got a guardian shop built which i'm actually really proud of uh, one of the cool things i had designed for the shop the first thing i designed was the guardian eye on the front and it was going to move left and right so it would constantly be looking at people as they walked by and then i ended up building the shop and realized i didn't need any redstone to make the eye follow people the forced perspective of how i built it made the eye follow people mm-hmm. yeah i noticed when i saw it the first time that uh, it was kind of looking at you when you were approaching the shop from the side. Yep. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I, I was super happy with that. That whole shop build, for the most part, I'm really happy with, except for the ceiling. The ceiling's pretty much garbage. Me and Carl were talking about that last night. I kind of have an idea of how to fix it, so I might go in and fix it next episode. Other than that, I did some netherite hunting. Uh, I mostly netherite it all out now. Ooh. There's a couple of tools and stuff. I hit a good lucky streak, man. I just basically dug in a straight line. And if I hit lava, I moved to the left or right and just kept digging, 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 digging. And then when I got tired of digging, I would come back that straight line, just kind of like looking at the wall. So you basically break four or five blocks out. Mm -hmm. And basically in one pickaxe, one durability diamond pickaxe, I got 25 ancient debris. Yeah. I was like, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I got real lucky. Made a bunch of netherite armor, and I'm moving while talking. Carl can get mad at me for that. That was good. I'm designing a nether portal entrance for my base. Right now, my portal is just kind of plopped in the middle of a field. Mm. Not very good. So, working on the entrance. I'm using the Wandering Trader Shop. If you remember my shop design from last year, yeah, I'm kind of, I call perfecting it, because I built that one. That one was supposed to be taller, but if I went any taller, I'd end up blocking the windows of the withering effect studios so i had to basically like chop the roof off for that one so now that i don't have to worry about that i'm building basically the wandering trader as i originally intended it with a roof and everything so that's gonna be fun and finally we went in busting yeah which was a lot better time than i thought it was gonna be we found a ton of in cities and jimbo killed me yep, i did <laughs> by accident <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, let's make a note of that. That was by accident. You were, uh, matter of fact, I'll, I'll give you my perspective. I see these two shulkers that are underneath this bridge. They're under this bridge. They're kind of hard to see, and you're flying around looking for them. Yeah. You're looking for them, and I'm at the bottom, and I see them. I was like, there they are, so I start shooting at them, and you're flying around and went right into my arrow. Flew right into the arrow, and I was like, oh, no. And... I have a pretty nice bow, and what you had half a heart, but you were burning also because I have a flame bow, and uh, ended up killing you. Yeah, but lucky enough, you know, we, we were we did have enough chalkers and everything for me to grab everything, put it into my ender chest, and bring it to you. So you didn't lose anything except levels, no. of course. Yeah, and levels are easy to get back. A little bit of pride. Eh, there was no pride lost. I mean, that was a hilarious way to end the stream because we were right. all but essentially done at that point. We had, we had, we literally said, this is our last in city. Those were the last two shulkers. So it's like, you know what? Whatever. I died. It made for a funny clip. It doesn't help. My cool hat is really cool, but it gives me no armor protection. So like the shulker bullets would take me down to like almost half a half health to start with. Wow. So your one arrow basically took me down to half a heart, and then the fire tick of being on fire killed me. Mm, so you had full health when I hit you? No. Okay. The shulker bullet had just hit me as I was flying in. Okay. And then your arrow hit me, and then the fire tick. I basically went dead. It's <laughs> like, mm -hmm. what the heck? Yeah, I, I, you might not want to take that hat to the end. There was an advantage with the hat, though. There was a huge advantage to the end. No Enderman could look me in the eyes. Right. Which I had an issue with Enderman. <laughs> yeah. One funny part I want to mention. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, you found this city. We kind of split up a little bit. We were kind of heading the same way, but we split up. 
Yeah, cover more ground. Yeah, but uh, we wanted to kind of stay together because of the lag and stuff. But you know, it was running. It was running pretty good through the end. So uh, you found the city. I'm like, oh man, I don't see it yet. So you told me the chords, and I started heading there. And here I ended up at the city. And I'm start. I start taking out the shells while you're at the end ship. Mm-hmm. And I get in trouble with an Enderman, and he's got me down to like a heart. I keep flying away. I keep coming back, and he's right there on me. And here I have to get food out because I ran out of food and I'm like almost dying here. And you are looking for me to help me yeah. with this Enderman. I was going to build you a little safety platform. Yeah. Here we're at two different end cities because I noticed the ship had shulkers on it that you've already taken care of. Yeah. And I thought it was hilarious. We're looking for each other for like 10 minutes and we're not even in the same spot. Yeah, we're in two end cities that were only about a hundred blocks away from each other, just outside of render distance. Yeah, I I just thought that was hilarious. Thought I'd bring it up. It's worth the watch. It is the stream. Definitely. Uh, but other than that, that's kind of been my week. How about you? Uh, yeah. Besides the end rating, I did with you. Pretty much there the whole stream with you. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. I was able to release my episode this weekend, which made it. A week from my last episode, so I'm kind of back on schedule. Nice. I even have plans for my next episode. Yeah, I got a lot more time now, so it's uh, it's going a lot more smooth. I have some ideas popping up, so it's not like you know I got this block in my head to what I'm going to do. I have ideas. I have farms I want to build. Matter of fact, this episode I built probably the smallest iron farm I've ever seen. It is super tiny. The design had it five by seven, but I was I was counting it out. It's five by six. I'm like, man, this thing's even smaller than the tutorial said because I moved around. Well, actually, it's six by six because I moved the chest to the side. But eventually, I'm going to move those chests underneath to make it a five by six iron farm. Able to trade with the villagers, which wasn't on the tutorial, kind of switched that up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it works great. I have a bunch of iron now at afk last night yeah i'm really really happy with that got a bunch of different farms in mind on this server because our currency is the ripcoin instead of diamonds i'm kind of poor (laughs) i'm pretty poor i don't have a shop i don't have any income coming in so i plan on trying to make my base sustainable to where i don't have to spend as much uh there are some things i'm gonna have to buy but uh yeah, I, I probably have a small shop. I'm thinking about selling wood. We don't have anyone. Se- I think there are actually people selling wood, but I want to like, there's not much of it Yeah. for one, for two. It's something I haven't done before. You know, I've never made a wood farm. I, I'm thinking about doing manually. Honestly, it seems like there's a lot of work to put in for a wood farm, AFK wood or auto wood farm. Mm-hmm. That gives you like one or two types of wood. And I'm like, well... If I'm going to sell wood, I want to sell all the wood. So I'm really thinking about setting up a huge area underground and, uh, you know, make it look real nice and just make it a big wood farming area. That's the idea. And I actually might get on to that next episode, depending on how much time I got. I can tell you the auto wood farm me and Carl built last season wasn't too bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And that did basically every tree but dark oak, double spruce, and acacia. Yeah. There's that. Yeah, Acacia's the issue there. Like, that's going to be, even manually, it's not fun. No. Just because they're grown every which way. Dark oak and, you know, the double-wide spruce, you get a lot of. You know, it, it doesn't take much time to gather a good bit of that. So, yeah, I'm definitely considering something like that. At least get most of the trees out of the way. And then you got your nether trees. You know, they had to give you those to where that's a thing now. You know, yeah, considering selling that too so yeah still still gonna have a think about all that but yeah that's pretty much been my week all right well let's hop in the news because we actually have some java news this week right uh, there's a snapshot out snapshot out snapshot out there's a snap my nose is just absolutely stopped up i don't know why we record early in the morning because my nose doesn't become unclogged to about 2 p.m mm, right but that's football time yep bucks play at 3 p.m today Oh no, Carl! Oh no, we're breaking the rules, duds. Oh jeez, oh jeez. It's snap. It's it's snapshot time. We got <laughs> snapshot time. Okay, we got snapshot eighteen 
well, it's really 22W03A, but it's for 18.2. So 118.2. We're not going into 119 yet. We're not getting any wild update stuff yet. There's some changes, like a seed number of zero is no longer handled as a special case. Not sure what that means, but no clue. Awesome. Spaces before and after an inputted seed will now be trimmed. I guess they're cutting down on characters. A lot of things to do with seeds. And ender chests no longer look like Christmas presents when it's Christmas time, which I actually like. Yeah. Because if you forget where you put your ender chest, it looks like all the other ones. <laughs> right. Or at least, you know, make it a different type of rat present, you would think. But yep. Yeah. That's a, you know, a minor change. Some minor changes. Yeah. There are technical changes, though. Mm -hmm. They have uh, locate the locate command now uses a name spaced ID perimeter. Yeah, I think that's just like the Minecraft thing. You see it in a lot of the commands now. Yeah, they added the command place feature. Yep. Also, is it like a creative mode thing? So like, say you wanted to add a two by two spruce tree, you could use place feature and name the tree. Yep. You wanted to do a desert well, you could place a desert well. But it's got to be on sand. Yeah. Some of these things you want to place, you have to be in a certain location. It has to have the parameters. Yeah, right. The geode, you'd have to be in the ground to place yeah. these. You, can't, you just can't place it in the middle of nowhere. Correct. You have to hit certain parameters. Uh, and you can't do structures. Like, you can't say guardian temple. You can't make that up here. Right. Except that desert well. That was kind of... Weird. I, I see that as a structure. Well, the desert well is considered a feature and not a structure. Mm. But we call it a structure. We've done mending Minecraft on it as if it's a structure. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely lean towards structure. I mean, yeah, that's the category I put it in. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I kind of like that change. You know, I mean, if, for the creative minds. I mean, it's good for map makers. That too. There's a lot of updates that are going towards map makers now. Mm -hmm. For us, it it won't change our day to day life, but if it makes somebody else's life just a little bit easier, sure. Yeah, I'm sure someone's gonna write a command block that you place down, and it'll build an entire map here soon. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. It would be cool. Yeah, I feel like they didn't, at least not on the notes here. You know, uh, bug issues. You know, that have been fixed. I looked through the bug list, and I didn't see a lot that uh, stood out to me. Yeah, the w the one issue we're having on the server, this could be a server thing, though. You know, I don't know if it's a Minecraft thing, but, or portals. When people go through portals, man, there's a big lag spike. And uh, there doesn't have to be a lot of people on either. So hopefully they look into that. I don't know if it was brought up. I don't think that's a Mojang thing. I think that's a fabric thing that we're using. Okay, that makes sense. If I if I remember correctly how we're using it, basically our dimensions only load when we enter them. So you know how when you join the world, it takes it a second because it's got to load all the packs and stuff. You get the big red Mojang resource pack load thing. Well, it's doing that every time we go through a portal too. Yeah, right. So that that's what we're getting. And I think that's what's causing the little lag spike. The thing is, it looks like you're falling to your death, but you're not. Yeah, every time. If you just understand, eh, give it a second. Right. Yeah, we do have a good bit of mods on our server this year. But the funny thing is, a lot of the mods are performance mods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're there to try to make the server run a bit smoother. Yeah. They did mention, after they push the 118.2, they're going to be starting on the wild update snapshots. Yep. So that's exciting. Yep. Frog lights. Yes. That don't look like frogs. No, well... No, not really. I'm thinking <laughs> they kind of resemble like the underbelly when they croak. Yeah, I think that's what they were trying to do too. Yeah. But I, I think that texture just needs a bit of work. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing. I love a lot of the wild update features, but a lot of the wild update textures don't feel right. Yeah, there was the, uh, what was it, that wood root, just root block, I think it is. Yeah, the rooted mangrove or something like that. Yeah, it's in the swamp area. But I could see us. I could see us getting the biomes updated in the snapshots before they give us the deep dark. I don't see us getting the deep dark for a couple of snapshots. Oh yeah, that's last. Yeah, that, I have a feeling they're going to reveal some things with that. But it's definitely an exciting time. Every time they give us 
the the new update. You know, we, we got to see what's what's in store for the wild update. Mm-hmm. There's always some more. You know, there's always more they give us that they don't show us when they release these. So I'm excited to see what else is in store. Yeah, if you follow King B Dogs on Twitter, he's been posting some like early renders of what the warden looked like when they called it the stalker and it's more creepy than the warden that's for sure it's like it's got this oblong head where the head is almost as tall as the body and it kind of walks around it's got the it's got the mouth and the stomach uh with teeth that move and stuff and then all of a sudden when it gets down into like what i call attack prey mode the head will like fall all the way back and it gets down on four its arms, arms and legs, like it's got four legs, and then the teeth are in the front, still moving. Around. It's like, oh yeah, um, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was pretty crazy. Just as terrifying, probably more terrifying actually. Yeah, that looks like it for the news. I'm I'm just I'm ready for some wild update stuff. Yeah, give us some more of that. Yeah, me too. Uh, but let's hop into some listener comments. We have some of those this week. The first one is going to be from Diveclops. They say, would y'all ever do a video series of like playing an old version of Minecraft like Alpha or Beta and progressing ever or progressing every so episodes to the next one? Like episode 10, for example, changes to Alpha 1.2 or something. Doing that until modern Minecraft 1.18.1. I did think about doing this at one point. It's not a bad idea. I would do like every episode would be... Like the next update, even the point, yeah. And obviously, I would be trying to do what the big thing of the update was. So, like, whenever you get to update one nine, obviously you're fighting the Ender Dragon there because that's when the end changed stuff. Yeah, one eight would be doing a Guardian Temple. Eventually, you'd go to the deep dark. Yeah, but I think that somebody's already done series like that. I know Green was working on like an SMP of that at one point. Mm, didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I think I've heard that idea before. Not too sure. Yeah, it's not bad. I could see it being a, you know, a nice single player thing. I don't know if SMP would be ideal. Mm-hmm. You imagine a bunch of people on 1.1. <laughs> like, what would you do? <laughs> I made cobblestone. <laughs> I'm making a wood shop. No, I'm making a wood shop. Exactly. It'd be funny. Should I read mine? Yeah, go for it. I haven't even actually looked at this question this this is from <laughs> mr loopy pants it's a long question if you want a gist of it look towards the bottom i don't know where to, i'm just gonna read it all okay mr loopy pants love the name says i have a question do you think villages should have a structure that is randomized like a structure that would only pop up in a certain village in certain villages like in a desert village there would be like a western theme house or like a bank or some western-themed building. And in Plains Villages, there would be a watchtower or a statue that would only pop up in Plains Village, and it would be randomized. So it would pop up in every Plains Village? I'm basically asking if each biome village should have a structure, its own structure. Hmm, I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. Well, I mean, some already do. Like, if you go to the, what I call the Winter Villages... Those have igloos in them. Yeah. Taiga villages, the buildings are definitely distinct. I think those are more, they have like those blacksmith armor stand sections. I was just going to say that. That's the only place I saw the armor stand section. It's Yeah, same. So it's like, if you're trying to do every village, should have a custom structure. Yeah, they're already like halfway there. But I would be more wanting every biome should have a village first. Yeah. Why don't we have jungle villages? People live in the jungles. That's the thing. We have jungle villagers. Mm-hmm. And swamps. We actually got a swamp update coming, so hopefully yeah. they'll throw some villages in there. Oh, that would be a good thing to plop it a update. If you're updating the swamp, throw a swamp village in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm really curious. They didn't really say what all they were, you know, updating what biomes hopefully they hit them hit all the biomes but yeah it'd be cool nah <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean think about it we're already into the next year we haven't got a single wild snapshot yet the minecon live is but september october 
in that range, it's a short amount of time to try to do any kind of turnaround. Yeah. The only thing that might be helping them is because they pushed the deep dark back from Caves and Cliffs Part 2 is that hopefully they got further into development of the deep dark and that it's well flushed out by now. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely see quite a few snapshots coming. Seems like a big one, especially if they hit. I mean, we know of two biomes. So, yeah. Even those two might take some. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Touching up on. I'm trying to think of what structures could be in some of these villages. I like. I really like the watchtower. I was going to say, I like the watchtower for the Plains Village. Mm-hmm. But you kind of get that with the church, at least, because you can climb all the way to the top of it. And it is the tallest structure in the village. Yeah. Similar to a tower. But it would be a good way to naturally introduce scaffolding into the world. You mean on the sides of the tower? Yeah, like build the watchtower out of scaffolding. Okay. I'll talk about this more when we get to mending Minecraft. Yeah, it'd be cool if like some structures in the village weren't built yet and you saw like some scaffolding next to them. Exactly. And they're like halfway built. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool to see. Yeah, I'm always I'm always down for more structures you know give me anything new especially with villages yeah yeah the watchtower like that i do too i'm trying to come up with one for uh what it like what they call it savannah a savannah village what would be a cool structure for one of those Mm, savannah i think it like safari i do too i think it's savannah then badlands i think of western yeah Oh, yeah, the the Badlands needs to have a saloon. Mm-hmm. The Watchtower would actually work out really well in Savannah. Oh, no, okay. So their, their village types in uh, Savannah's in real life that use, like, really spiky and prickly bushes as fences. Okay. So if you could put berry bushes in a Savannah, but they don't grow all the way, like, you can't, you can't get berries from berry bushes in the savannah they grow with no berries yeah you could have those surrounding villages as if it's a fence a protection fence yeah that could be cool actually be useful too yeah protecting all them villagers but you know villagers they're gonna run right into them but last thing we got is a comment from i think it was like apple podcast or something carl was telling me about this last night Someone said that I had to be playing on the Bedrock or Windows 10 version of Minecraft because I play with a controller and you cannot play with a controller on Java. Guys, you can ask Jimbo. I'm, I'm playing on Java with a controller. It's 100% possible. Yep. Mm-hmm. I use a program called Rewazd, R-E-W-A-S-D. It basically, I can program keystrokes from a keyboard and mouse into my controller. I love the program to death. If they ever want to reach out, Talk some sponsorships. I'll promote the crap out of that program because it is quite literally the best program I've ever seen. And I love it to death. Yeah. Free promotion. If you want to play Java with a controller, rewazed. I think I paid $10 for it at the start and I bought the premium version of it. I think you can get it for 5 bucks too. After playing on the controller, it did take a minute to get used to the keyboard and mouse. Yep. But after a while, you know, you, you adjust. So. When I when I joined Comicraft, that was like I might have been a month in, or even mm-hmm. less than that of being on the keyboard. And uh, even then, you know, it took me a little bit just to like defend myself properly and you know fight off mobs and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, controller controllers definitely. I mean, you just you're used to it. You know, we've grown up from the Nintendo using a controller. Oh, yeah, we're console kids. Right. You know, a lot of teens nowadays have adjusted to the keyboard and mouse, but we're not we're not teens anymore, unfortunately. Nope. But, yeah, it takes a little while to get used to. Yeah. But controllers are definitely possible. I was considering it, but I was like, man, I, I'd hate to, you know, I just adjusted to the keyboard and mouse. I don't want to go back. Yeah. But Jimbo's saying is he doesn't want to be weird Mike, like me. Right. All the cool kids use a keyboard and mouse. Uh, now I don't follow the cool kids. <laughs> but no, you can use a controller for Java. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just takes third-party programs. It works fine. I, I use Xbox One controller. 
which is honestly starting to die. It's going to get close time to uh, replace it, which I'm not looking forward to. I put a lot of work into this controller to make it the way I want. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It's a lot you can do on the PC version, on a PC in general. You know, you'd be surprised. Oh, yeah. So much customization in the Java version. That's why Java is still like one of the big programs you see content creators using. Mm-hmm. Because of the customization, all the things you can do, the entertainment value is way higher. Right. Everyone's like, but Bedrock's the most played. Yeah, but I've seen your iron farms. You can't tell me it's better. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> due to lack of PCs. You know, it's yeah, not cheap to have a PC. No, and I think you're right. Remember, we grew up console kids. Consoles are way easier to get. Mm-hmm. They're way more... Accessible, accessible for new gamers so it's it's a lot easier to get minecraft for your switch and play it around and man i would love to be able to put ripple effect on a switch and be able to play it while i go right that would be awesome yeah i know technically you can do it nowadays there's what do they call it there's programs you can attach to a server to allow bedrock players to join java servers what yeah i didn't know that you can do that now hmm I, I don't want to try to make our server do that and risk breaking stuff for unnecessary reasons because I want to be lazy and play Minecraft on the couch. Yeah, you think s- stuff would break? Huh. Yeah, Wire Guy is listening live and he's commenting that he can fit 10 of Jimbo's farms in his farm. <laughs> yep. Micro. Micro farms. Java Iron Farms are amazing. Mm-hmm. But thank you for those questions, Dive Clops and Mr. Loopy Pants. Those comments were from our Discord. And it's the only place you can talk to everyone who works on the show easily. Just take Rebel JC's word for it. What's going on, everybody? I'm Rebel JC, and I'd love for you to join our Discord community. Whether it's taking part in our Mending Minecraft vote, sharing your thoughts and opinions on Minecraft, or just chatting with like-minded listeners, the Weathering Effect Discord has something for everyone. Join today by following the link in the show notes. Thank you for the Discord ad, RebelJC. And speaking of the Discord, it's the only place you can get involved in our Mending Minecraft folk. This week, we asked you guys to choose between one of three structures for us to discuss and improve. Your choices were the shipwreck, an in the city, or an igloo. And the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... Igloo. It was actually pretty close between the igloo and the end city it was at first i thought it was the end chip because the picture had the end chip on it but yeah it was the city <laughs> in general yeah um i was like man how isn't the end chip winning this but yeah how did end city not win this yeah that too i'm surprised the igloo pulled away i think uh it was actually in the lead for the whole time the end city just started catching up yeah the igloo had 26 votes 22 for the end city and 10 for the shipwreck so a few things on the igloo igloos are structures that are naturally generated in snowy biomes they are small round structures constructed primarily of snow blocks just inside the igloo contains a bed furnace and crafting table in half of all igloos an oak trap door can be found under the carpet leading down to a long ladder shaft to a basement in this basement there is a brewing stand cauldron and a chest along with a villager and a zombie villager the cauldron is two-thirds full and the brewing stand contains a splash potion of weakness and some notable loot found in the igloo basement is the golden apple and emeralds there's also coal in there just because it's so hard to get hold of Mm -hmm. coal's really hard yeah but uh the reason for the villager and the zombie villager in the basement is to pretty much show the player how to convert mm-hmm. because it says uh, you're going to get a golden apple, like you're guaranteed a golden apple in that chest. And uh, like I mentioned, you get that splash potion of weakness. Those two combined cures the villager. And uh, that's exactly one of the things I want to uh, express in my mending Minecraft update. But first thing is, 
when you do research on igloos, the big thing that comes up is like there are three different sizes of igloos. You have the small size igloo, which is what I would consider our Minecraft igloo to be, mm -hmm. uh, which is not supposed to be a permanent structure. Uh, they say someone can build that igloo in like an hour in real life. So, hmm. and then you have the medium size igloo, which is a semi permanent structure. And then you have a large igloo, which is a permanent dwelling. All of them built essentially the same. The large igloo can hold up to 20 people, Ooh. which is just nuts. Got like different rooms in it? None. Not really. Really? Just one open igloo? One big open area. Wow. Also, did you know it can, like an igloo, the interior can be like 60 degrees Fahrenheit inside? Yeah, I know it can get pretty warm. Crazy. Yeah, especially with the fireplace. But coming up with ways to improve the igloo <laughs> like again minecraft kind of nailed the igloo guys in city was was an easy one but i want to go with what you said they're using the igloo to teach you about curing villagers so what are some other things that we could put down there to teach uh minecraft players that aren't obvious if you're not watching youtube over and over again you maybe not you might not know about bubble vaders I mean, mm -hmm. soul sand and magma blocks are from the nether. Why would you think to put a water source on top of those to see what happens? So that could be cool. That could be something to show off. You could show off a gem sheep. I know that's kind of supposed to be Easter egg. Yeah, an Easter egg or whatever. So maybe not so much that one. Johnny's. Again, that's another Easter egg, but it's a useful Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Also, it kind of feels like woodland villa or woodland uh, mansions are a bit rare nowadays. I can't remember the last time I saw one naturally. No, I've never came across one. So it might be cool to have one of those guys locked up in one of those cells too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's really hard to come up with stuff with igloos. The only other thing I can say is every everything I read on igloos said they don't put the beds on the ground like we do in Minecraft. The beds are up in the air because heat rises. Hmm. Didn't it? Well, I knew heat rose, but that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. So stop putting your Minecraft beds on the ground in an igloo. Mm -hmm. It's cold down there. It's cold down there. Get up there. Get up to the ceiling. Well, I brought up, you know, having a fireplace in there. Why don't they throw, you know, well, igloos are made before the fireplace came out, but maybe they should add one of those to an igloo. They, you kind of got everything inside the igloo. It's kind of, it doesn't just show you about the villager thing. It gives you all the necessary things you need mm -hmm. for like a starter base. Like I said, you have your bed, furnace, and crafting table. Yep. Those are the three, those are your three main things you need to pretty much make it through the, to survive the beginning of a world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'd be nice to have a fireplace in there too. You look a little cozy. I mean, even a campfire or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Campfire. That's kind of it. I didn't have a lot of ideas for it. I mean, igloos are kind of very simple structures, and Mojang made it a very simple structure. The only thing I could think of would be variations of said structure. Remember, I'm not trying to create whole new things in Mending Minecraft. I'm trying to add on to what we already have, and variations are are great. So I like to see that, especially if like, what if you're in your if you're in the ice plains, coming across a larger igloo would make a lot of sense. Yeah, people would be farming ice out there. That would be a semi-permanent dwelling as they travel back and forth delivering their ice. Yeah, and depending on the igloo size or shape or randomization, you know, you get these, like you said, uh, different Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. Kind of, you know, show you a little bit about some hidden features i guess it wouldn't be hidden feature but it's something you just don't know of that you could use yeah less obvious features right yeah and i i i like the fact that it's random you know not every igloo gives you these basements so i know i i kind of like that you know you get excited then you go in there you're kind of let down but it's more fun of the challenge of finding the one even though i mean once you're so far ahead in the game, it's really useless to find one of these. You know, there mm -hmm. are, there are infested blocks in there. Yep. downstairs. So 
I guess if you wanted a silverfish, you know, you could uh, find some down there also. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I uh, didn't get to mention. And see, that's kind of the big problem with Minecraft now is that the game has been around so long and the players have become so good at the game that after the first week, a lot of the structures and the loot and stuff just aren't worth it anymore. Yeah. And I think Mojang's taking this into account with the deep dark. I think that's why we're getting the deep dark we're getting now instead of the deep dark we saw in Caves and Cliffs. Yeah, they could add like another level. Right. So I think there's some planning going into that. That's a good point. That's all I got for Mending Minecraft. Should we go into our topic? Uh, Yeah, that's everything for me. All right. So this topic was come up with at 2 a.m. last night. <laughs> for me, it was like 9 o'clock. This one, this one was a bit of a rough one. We were talking, we were tossing ideas back and forth, me and Carl World, and nothing was really sticking. Nothing felt like it would be fun to talk about. There was a lot of, well, if we talk about this, it kind of feels like we're grinding on the game for no good reason, and we don't want to do that. We we want to add on to the game a bit. And so one of the ideas I had was, at first, it was three magical items you'd like to see in the game because I want I want magic to progress. Mm-hmm. In Minecraft, I think that's a that's kind of an untapped potential. Same. I think we're seeing that with the mob vote. I think we're seeing that a bit with the deep dark. So I'd like to see some magical items. But then I realized well, that's really hard to come up with <laughs> three mm-hmm. good ones that make sense in the game. Yeah, at that point you can come up with anything, but it could be so off the wall to where, like you said, right. it just doesn't make sense. I want a magical scepter that shoots laser beams. Well, that doesn't make sense in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a guardian who maybe you can kill a guardian, take its eye, and put it on top of a scepter. Now you can shoot laser beams from your scepter. <laughs> See, I made it make sense. We're good. Okay, so scepter's one. <laughs> so we got we got three of them here. I'm going to start with my number three because it's one we've already talked about. Okay. But uh, with Caves and Cliffs and the Wild Update, it just makes so much sense to see it in the game. That's Grappling Hook. Right. Just makes sense. Give give people the rope option for decoration. Give people a way to traverse up and down easily. Grappling hook. And it fits with both the caves and the cliffs. Exactly. There there are some cliffs. We did find cliffs. We did find cliffs. There are, there are some great cliffs in caves and cliffs now. Yeah. Especially off the side of our, uh, our lake area. Mm-hmm. Ocean slash lake area. I, I was so worried about that. Me too. I remember episode after episode, I was like, where's the cliffs, Minecraft? Yeah. Mojang, I don't see no cliffs here. What's going on? And man, there are cliffs aplenty, and they are gorgeous. And they're almost like separate from the mountains. You know, you see oh, yeah. the mountains, and then, you know, cliffs seem to be a totally different, like, generation, almost. But uh, I'm sure there's cliffs in the mountain, too. But yeah, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm down in the caves, you know, the caves are real open, mm-hmm. and uh, a grappling hook would come in handy there, too, not just not just the cliffs. Mm. And I'm not thinking about like a grappling hook where you, you shoot it and now a rope stays there. I'm thinking like a grappling hook where you can shoot it and it could pull you yep. to where you're going. Imagine tying a rope to a loyalty trident, but instead of the trident coming back to you, you go to it. Yeah, or like the fishing rod where you pull things towards you, but it pulls you. Yeah. The enderpearl kind of already does this, but imagine being able to like shoot a grappling hook. And instead of going all the way to the top where the grappling hook was, you can stop halfway. Mm-hmm. So there, the thing I think this would work the best, the way I would use it more than anything else, is you're in the nether, there's glowstone hanging from the ceiling, so you shoot a grappling hook up there, and you work your way up towards the glowstone, and you're hanging from the rope, mining your glowstone, and then you could traverse back down the grappling hook and pick up your glowstone. Ooh. To me, that's the thing I see the grappling hook being the most useful for me. Yeah, the nether would be a great place Right, grappling hook. Forget the caves and cliffs. <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to be like, well, the ender pearl can do exactly what you're saying, except for in this situation. I want to be able to stop my momentum. I want to be able to say, that's a good point to attach to. I can then dangle at this point and get what I need. Or maybe I can grappling hook to a spot dangle about two-thirds of the way up, and then throw my end of pearl to teleport me off the grappling hook. That could be cool, too. It just, there's a lot of options without getting rid of other options. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would make the game a lot more fun, too. Yeah. 
Plus, you don't take damage with a grappling hook. Well, we don't, I guess, that would be what you know you do with the Ender Pearl. If you slide down it too fast, you yeah. <laughs> rope burn, rope burn. Sure, if you let go at the wrong time, that could hurt. Right. But I could see you like as a spider, like Spider-Man, just like traversing the ceiling. <laughs> with your grappling hook how cool would that be there would be someone who would be good enough to be able to shoot a grappling hook swing shoot a grappling hook swing <laughs> oh yeah oh the, the players nowadays some of these players are pretty skilled when it comes to minecraft yeah and just traversing different obstacles parkour <laughs> parkour but yep that's my first item the one i'll start off with is my third also uh a hammer. Mm-hmm. This is something I was just thinking of as we started the show. I had two of them down, which I can go a little bit more in depth with. But the hammer, this could be used as a weapon or for mining. Now, when you use the hammer, this kind of helps you break more than one block. You know, it'll damage every adjacent block around it. Now, the swing isn't like a pickaxe, you know, over and over and over. It's a pretty quick swing with the pickaxe. The hammer, you know, takes a little bit more time. And uh, but you're breaking more than one block. That's what I could see. Oh, you using it for? Yeah, that could be really cool. So, mm-hmm. say a pickaxe is we'll we'll go diamond pickaxe because that's the most recognizable game thing in the game. Mm-hmm. So you have three diamonds and then two sticks as the crafting recipe. Yep. A hammer maybe would take six diamonds and one stick, and like you're saying, maybe it only can break. Uh, five blocks. So you have a cross pattern. You have the block in the middle, block on the top, left, right, and bottom. Yep. So you're breaking five blocks at a time. Or one behind it. Or one behind it. Any any adjacent. Yep. That's the way I see it. But maybe the swinging motion, instead of it going dunk, 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 and that's about the time it takes to break an item with the pickaxe, mm-hmm. maybe it's about two or three times longer right. to use the hammer. Now, I'm sure you can balance it out. Maybe it's not as durable. You know, maybe it breaks a little bit. I I imagine you could throw some enchantments on there. You can make up some enchantments for it. Mm -hmm. But uh, talking as if it was just the item, you know, you'd have your your diamond, your iron, and your gold Mm -hmm. hammers, you know, that could do less damage or even more undurable, but uh, especially as a gold or wood. But uh, I definitely wouldn't recommend a gold hammer. Right. Gold's a very soft metal. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was thinking, we have this deep slate. It's hard to break. You know, maybe a hammer would make it a little bit more bearable if you can break more than one block. Yeah. You know, just cut your time just a little bit more. But yeah, just something that came off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. The hammer. My second item is a slime shield. You, you would craft your normal shield, mm-hmm. and then you would have to surround the shield in slime balls. And what that will enable you to do is when a projectile hits your shield, it bounces the projectile back. Ooh. I was thinking about this when we were fighting in the end, but how nice this would be. Okay. Especially if you're making a shulker farm. If you could stand in front of the shulker and keep lit- making it shoot itself to slime shield. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just hold your shield up. You might have to put mending on it. Oh, yeah. And maybe have some kind of XP. I'm sure there's a way to work that out. Now, what about, like, a sword? Would they have knockback? Would it cause knockback? It it would be as if you had knockback on your shield. Yeah. I figured that's where you were going with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted knockback on the shield because it made sense to be able to forcefully push somebody back with it. But adding slime to it kind of made sense now. And now you can block projectiles. Imagine going into the nether and a gas shooting a fireball at you and you put your shield up to protect yourself and now you're shooting it back at him mm-hmm. oh yeah and honestly this this idea actually came from legend of zelda and ocarina of time they have a shield called the mirror shield which you can absorb magic and shoot it back at enemies it's like minecraft needs a slime shield does the same thing yeah but minecraft <laughs> we have slime and that does a bouncing thing so yeah yeah i like that i do too we we need more shields we do need more shields. We need more shields. Get the one shield square. It's, you know, uh, it's a bit bulky. I can't ever get it in the proper place, so I don't know why I'm still carrying it. Mm-hmm. I still get hit all the time. Yeah, I like the slime shield. My number two, I think this was brought up a long time ago. I want to say it was brought up when we were talking with Logical Geek Boy. 
and that's dynamite. I don't remember. Just a smaller version of TNT, you know. Maybe maybe it uses paper and uh, gunpowder and sand. What what's the sand for in dynamite? Dynamite made or TNT? There's sand in TNT, I guess. I think so. I don't know, but that's how you make TNT. Maybe just a smaller version with dynamite, and dynamite can do just a little bit less damage, but it can be thrown. You can throw your dynamite. If you were mining somewhere, and uh, like in the end, ancient debris, you could just throw your dynamite around and break open these, you know, different blocks. Could also help with the deep slate. Yeah, okay, so imagine a fire charge in the center spot, four gunpowder, up right, left, bottom, and then in the four corners, paper. Yeah. Because that would give a fire charge another use instead of just fireworks. Right. Yeah, and this way you don't have to spark it. Exactly. Like you would with a TNT. It would be, as soon as it left your hand, <laughs> it would be lit. Yeah, so don't drop it. <laughs> as someone who just played like a ton of hours of Battlefield last night, grenade out. Yeah, pretty much you got grenades with the dynamite. <laughs> but yeah, I could see it you know, being used as a weapon or mining. Same, say, I guess similar to the hammer, just dynamite. Yeah. I really like the idea of dynamite. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. All right. My number one enchantment is what, or I shouldn't say enchantment. My number one item is what started this whole thing that I thought would be really cool. And it came from Lodestone. So in order to do part of my lore with Winter a couple episodes ago, I had to go ancient debris mining for a Lodestone. <laughs> and I ended up putting this Lodestone in my house now, since we're done with the lore thing, I don't need it anymore. I hooked it up in my house so I could use, if I ever go exploring and I lose track of where my house is, I can whip my compass out and find home. But I thought, like, wouldn't it be cool if we could teleport ourselves back home? Okay. The thought was, well, how would you do that? What's something that makes sense? And right now, the only food in the game that allows you to teleport. I went with food instead of pearls because I don't want you to be able to throw this item. But okay. the chorus fruit, you can eat it and it teleports you a couple blocks around, right? Right. Well, I was like, well, what if you use that? And so, and I was like, what if you take advantage of glow berries? Because right now you can eat them, but there's not a real significant reason to eat them. Mm -hmm. They're just kind of emergency food sources, I call it. I'm starving to death. I need to eat something kind of food. Yeah. So what if you took a glowberry and you can only make one at a time, by the way, you eat a glowberry or not eat a glowberry. You take a glowberry, you surround that glowberry with gold. So now you have a golden glowberry keeping with the theme of golden apples and stuff. Special foods for some reason in Minecraft get covered in gold. Mm -hmm. And then you place the golden glowberry on top of the lodestone. It now enchants the glowberry. And you can eat the glowberry wherever you are, and it teleports you back to the lodestone. Okay. What if we called it a glistening glowberry? That makes way more sense. I like it. Because it's got the GL, glistening glowberry. Yes, way better than enchanted glowberry. I was just thinking of the melon. I was like, yeah, even melons, you surround it in gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that being a thing. It just takes you where your bed is, or... Where the lodestone is. The lo the lodestone, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it'd have to be expensive. Well, I mean, lodestones aren't cheap. Right. And I would make it so you can't enchant multiple glowberries or whatever on a glowstone. Like, you can't have a stack of these enchanted things to try to get out. So it would be like you have a shield in your offhand. Then you kind of gradually go to a totem of undying. Or if you don't want a totem of undying, you can have the glistening glowberries. So it's like, oh, I'm getting ready to die. Instead of using my totem of undying, I eat my glowberry and I teleport out of there. Yeah, be a good way out. Right. Sometimes you're stuck in these situations where you, know, you, you, you just can't avoid death. Exactly. Oh, the void. Yep. Getting out, of, that'd be one way to get out of the void. You can jump in there with your totem doesn't mean you're going to survive exactly yeah that's one way to beat the void right there and we kind of need a way to beat the void because mm -hmm. that you know there isn't there's just not a way out yeah nice 
Should I do my number one? Yeah, what's your number one? Uh, I, this first thing I thought of, I was thinking of this the other day, and that's a magnet or a magnet enchantment. Okay. But let me explain the magnet. The magnet, if held in your hand or offhand, this attracts any loose items. It just brings it to you. Now, I know if you get close to an item, you kind of pick it up anyway, but I'm talking like an eight block radius, you know, maybe inside of a chunk. I don't know. Maybe, you know, that's got some balancing to do. But uh, yeah, it just attracts the items to you. This makes it to where you can kind of AFK and gather items up. Maybe put hoppers underneath of you to where it's coming to you. It's coming to you and the hawk or hawkers, the hoppers grab it. You know, it's an easier way. Instead of using like water streams, you can use this magnet. Or if mm-hmm. like you lose your stuff and uh, you can't quite get to it or you can't find your sword that you haven't, you know, you you lost the magnet will bring it to you so you don't have to really go out and search for it yeah i was thinking it maybe could be used for an enchantment on like pants you know pants don't have many enchantments yeah well my first thing i thought of was that's great for like in the nether you you can't move items around that well right but then i just realized we have the la yeah so the la would act like a magnet yeah kind of you'd have to give it the item mm mm-hmm. mhm and then it would grab any of those items. But no, I I like the idea of magnet. Obviously, other people have too because you can get that in modded. You can. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're definitely in modded. Hmm. I remember. I think it was Legacy SMP when they did their you know weekly vote of what what's going to happen on the server. They had players magnetized to each other, mm-hmm. and they would like move towards each other. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was the first thing I thought of when I thought of the magnet. Yeah, I think that's that's all I got for that. Uh, that works out perfect because we are out of time. I think before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the show. Our milk level patrons are Omni, Chief Big Bear, Croc, Fragile Rock, Casey Plays Games, Ob, Vipers Tuna, and Wire Guy. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at Patreon.com/slash/TheWitheringEffect. And if you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, rate us and follow us so you never miss a future episode. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com. Tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links will be in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be, and the amazing music you hear in the intro and outro is created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting withered with us. You should probably go drink your milk now. Bye. See you guys.